now we're back. Welcome to Real Lucha Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Miguel. And we're here to bring to you another breakdown of AEW Dark Elevation. This is episode three. Thank you. And we like to kick off, uh, just like we kick off every pod of Dynamite, Dark, and Elevation with the breakdown. That's right. That's our gimmick. That's what we do to sum up the matches of the night. And yeah, let's do it. Welcome to the AEW Dark Elevation breakdown of episode three. Paul White and Tony Schiavone are on commentary. First match to begin tonight is Ryan Nemeth and J.D. Drake versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Freshly squeezed and the Kentucky Gentlemen come out to new music and that fuels the duo as the King of Slaw style lands Beach Break to beat J.D. Second match is Bill Collier versus John Moxley. The Lunatic Fringe wins with a pile driver and a bully choke. Submission. For match number three, we see Layla Gray versus Penelope Ford. The super bad girl takes it with a double knees. Fourth match is Rex Lawless and Milk Chocolate versus Gun Club. The one Billy Gun shows some love to his former tag partner of the Shoguns during the entrance. The Sons of Gun land 310 to Yuma to win. Fifth match is Joey Janela versus Chandler Hopkins. Diving elbow drop by the bad boy beats the jobber. For match number six, we have Alex Gracia versus Thunder Rosa. Takes it with a fire thunder driver. Seventh match is Layla Hirsch versus Vipress. Legit gets V to tap out with a cross arm breaker. Eighth match is Danny Limelight versus Frankie Kazarian. Cass sends Christian Cage a message in this one showing his new submission, the cross-face chicken wing. Shoutouts to Killer Kowalski. For match number nine, number nine, we got Fuego nine. Del Sol versus Ethan Page. Good fight by the master of the Tornado DDT, but all egos, egos edge wins the match. Tenth match is Ty Conti and Hikaru Shida versus Jasmine Allure and Tesha Price. The martial arts duo proved too much for Allure and Price as Ty ends it with a DD tie. Eleventh match is Jungle Boy versus Jack Evans. What a match as these two talents put on a show. Jackie Boy goes for a diving Van Dam kick but is reversed into a snare trap and forced to tap out. For the 12th match, we got Adam Priest and Aaron Fry versus QT Marshall and Lee Johnson. Heel QT wins with a diamond cutter. You're pathetic. I'm better than all of you people out there. I'm better than all of you. 13th match is Kylie King versus Ryo Mitsunami. Guillotine leg drop off the top by Ryo takes it. 14th match is D3 and Very Morales versus 5 and 10. Flesh to the back makes Very tap. 15th match is Bear Country versus Private Party. Just when them Bear Boys were ready to proclaim this dark land as Bear, Matt Hardy and Marco Stunt cause a distraction and Party win it with a roll up with the tights. Wonderful! And now for the 16th match, main event of the evening, we have Scorpio Sky versus Mike Seidel. Newly heel Scorp works the Yoga Monster's leg all match and ends with a leg lock forcing the tap. 
Alright, Scorpio Sky takes it over Mike Seidel, Scorpio man, um, newly heel Scorpio Sky, and at the end of his match, you see that he does not want to let go of his submission move, of his heel hook that he has onto um, Seidel, right? And... Uh, Ethan Page that that has Seidel's brother come out and Ethan Page comes out himself to attack and it looks like Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky are on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, so to speak. <laughs> uh, interesting. Uh, congrats to Scorpio Sky for winning the main event of Elevation, Dark Elevation, Episode 3. And yeah, let's uh, get into some of these promos, huh? Uh, this is a little bit. This is a a big change, right? A big difference that we have from dark to dark elevation because dark really doesn't have any promos. It has yeah, like no, one, really two don't. tops, and elevation has some nice stuff, has some yeah. cool interviews and and whatnot. So um, yeah, let's get into them. Promo number one: We have Cody in the ring. He has his nightmare weight belt, and he hands it as a gift. To Santiago Elias Prado from the Boys and Girls Club of North Florida. Uh, that's really cool. I remember back in BTE when uh, Cody really unveiled uh, his, those weight belts, right? That Hulk Hogan style belt that um, he uses. Yeah. I remember back, uh, when he unveiled that to all of the elite, he gave one to every member. He was really uh, excited about it. He's still rocking one, you know. Yeah, to, this, to this day, he's still yeah. rocking one. Pretty cool, and uh, yeah, it's really cool that he gave um, you know Santiago uh, something that he'll never forget. Right? Uh, that's really cool. I love that AEW. Uh, I love when the big companies do that. You know, even the Fed is really um, good about giving back to um, and making you know making the little kids have a memory that they'll they can always tell so uh promo two we have backstage thunder rosa and alex marvez thunder rosa is so thankful for the great outpour for her lights out match she's happy to have a match with alex gracia who is great and represents latinas diamante interrupts to say no one represents her thunder has a target on her back and she doesn't even go Go here. Right? According to Diamante, right? Yeah, just cue that Mean Girls. Uh, you go, Glenn Coco. Bianca Belair, <laughs> you, you don't even go here, right? And um, very funny. He's talk- Diamante's talking to Thunder because Thunder is at- Thunder Rosa actually has a contract with uh, NWA. So, oh, I that, didn't know that. that. That's, what her, that's what that reference is right there. Okay. Uh, so La Mas Dura is ready to step up to the plate, and Thunder Rosa said she is down. La Mas Dura in Spanish means uh, the most hard. So, um, yeah, the hardest, the hardest lady in Diamante wants to, you know, take out uh, Thunder Rosa. 
because that's that that's that's an interesting uh, concept for a storyline potentially, right? Uh, Thunder Rosa is trying to um, represent all Latinas in being uh, a good role model, uh, a fighting, uh, successful pro wrestler, and uh, just having someone who's also you know Latina Hispanic. Uh, in the pro uh, pro wrestling biz, be like, hey, you don't represent me. You can yeah. say that you represent all Latinas, but you don't represent me, and I want I want you to pay for that, right? Just that's what wrestling's all about. Just finding different ways of how you can feud, right? How, yeah. How you can put some uh, emotion behind some of that match, besides just a really cool match, right? Yeah, and not exactly. So we have uh, promo three backstage with Dasha and TH two. How does uh, Jack Evans prepare for a match against Jungle Boy? Is what Dasha's asking. Uh, Jack and Angelico is there. He doesn't need to prepare. All he needs is coffee. And. <laughs> okay, so I wrote down in my notes that um, potential work of the night for me is Angelico was dancing throughout that whole promo, even though there wasn't any music. Literally, Dasha was asking, <laughs> was asking Jack Evans, uh, you know, what he's gonna, what he's gonna do for against the Jungle Boy, and uh, uh, Angelico's literally just doing that uh, that Angelico dance that he does every time he comes out to uh, uh, for his, you know, for yeah. his entrance. It was so hilarious, and for whatever reason, I kind of have uh, Jack Evans was giving me an Archie Bunker type of. Uh, uh, promo. What's that, Archie Bunker? Archie Bunker is this um very well known character in the old sitcom All in the Family. I believe. Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard that? Yeah. And Archie Bunker was like this grumpy old <laughs> racist man. Grumpy old and racist. And he was man. just kind of okay. like he literally was never happy. And he was just like this big grump. Like uh, his wife, Edith. He'd be like, oh, Edith, why are you bothering me? <laughs> and oh, that, that, that Jack, that? Jack Evans <laughs> oh, did the exact same thing. Oh, uh, basically, he's like, Dasha, why are you talking to me right now? I'm he, kinda, he looked high. <laughs> Maybe he was. You <laughs> Jack know? Evans. Maybe spend uh, some time with uh, RVD. So let's get to. But yeah, that was uh, really funny. Uh, Angelico made that for sure. As well as Jack Evans, great, great, uh, probably one of their best <laughs> promos, <laughs> right? And then you know it, that didn't have that much of a spotlight, so really cool. Promo number four, backstage with Dasha and Ethan Page. Uh, Ethan Page doesn't get appreciated. AEW overlooks great talent like him, and he's gonna watch the rest of the show because he's a professional and he wants to know what he has to do against his opponents. So last promo of the night, promo number five, is a package with uh, Bear Country. They've been teaming up for three and a half years. Uh, they come from uh, Creative Pro. I, that's really cool. I didn't know they come from Creative Pro Wrestling. That is a wrestling school in New York. Mm. And uh, that's run by, I, th- I think, multiple people technically. But the, uh, the one that I know myself is uh, Brian Myers, uh, a.k.a. Kurt Hawkins. Oh, okay. So, yeah. well, that's, that's um, sweet. and Bear Country is not the only ones to come from Creative Pro. We have uh, in this business alone uh, some some cool wrestlers that to come out of there. I think the mo- the two of the most notables are MJF mm-hmm. and Chris Statlander. 
Two oh. big names with big futures in AEW. And you know what? Uh, you know, congrats to Create a Pro and uh, Brian Myers, right? Major, major pod guys. Because um, that's that's a uh, I, I mentioned MJF and Chris Statlander, but uh, Bear Country looks like they're on the rise as a, a very formidable tag team. Uh, they have their own um, you know uniqueness to them. Yeah, and uh, it's very cool. I in the, when I do the breakdowns, I like to add. Uh, uh, like uh, Jason Aldean saying country, like every time, every time uh, <laughs> oh, I, every time man. I mention them, so yeah, um, <laughs> that's pretty funny. You know, <laughs> so they have their own shtick with us at least yeah. here on Real Lucha. So, um, but yeah, uh, let me get back into uh, this promo. And they had uh, singles runs before they, before then, but they, it wasn't working out as two singles wrestlers. Before they've been teaming for three and a half years, they they weren't doing as good as you know they wanted to. Uh, Bronson's mom always called him Bear, so that's where he gets the Bear Bronson from. He thought of quitting because of COVID. Who did? Oh, uh, actually, both of them. Oh, uh, both Bear Country guys. Yeah. Okay. AEW called and gave them an opportunity. The fire was reignited in them, and they said that AEW is Bear. Country, so uh, awesome stuff. I love these promos, man. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, we get the backstage with uh, uh, Alex Marvez and uh, Dasha, right? Uh, interviewing all uh, our our favorites, but at the same time, I really like these like packages, right? These uh, in some interv- in the Paul White interviews, uh, I just think they're really cool. Give us definitely some more insight on these guys that are definitely shining more in dark and elevation than they are in dynamite. Uh, so very cool, very cool. Um, yeah. So I think we're gonna go into our works of the night, our spot of the night, and our match of the night. Match of the night, uh, we say for last. That goes without saying. Uh, spot of the night is you know what was our favorite move of the night. Usually it's a big bump, and our work of the night is anything but a big move so a storyline uh, a line said by the commentary or a, uh, something in a promo or you know a taunt you know any, anything that's not a big move uh, that was our work of the night so miguel would you like to kick us off with our either one spot or work so actually my spot of the night was the actually the um <clears throat> the orange um orange cassidy match versus uh, jd drake i'm so i'm so yeah no it was the tag team match with uh, uh, Nick Nemeth, Hollywood Hunk, and JD Drake. Who they look like they're affiliated now. That's a very weird, odd pairing. But hey, I mean, if it works for them, it's kind of funny. I, Good I have observation. No, I, have no, I have nothing against that right now. Uh, when they had the tag team match against Chuck Taylor and uh, Orange Cassidy, and uh, when Orange, of course, when he does his famous, um, you know, kicks. Those like what are those kicks called? Orange oh, those kick? shin kicks. Yeah, shin yeah. kicks. Yeah, those lazy well, the, shin the kicks. The epic ones. <laughs> <laughs> he does it to JD, and then of course JD's so com- he looks very mad and confused. <laughs> you can't go wrong with the king of sloth style for a top spot. And you know what? To be honest, you're really, I'm really close to giving another one 
So good, good spot. I'm really close to giving another top spot to our boy Orange. I just looking over my notes right now to make sure I don't have anything else that tops it. Um, but yeah, I think it'd be pretty funny if both of us give the top spot to Orange Cassidy for different moves. That'd be uh, our first, I think, <laughs> here on a Real Lucha Podcast. So yes, let me make sure I'm not missing anything. Okay, so I want to give uh, a honorable mention. I love giving honorable mentions to uh, my boy, Jack Evans, right? He's basically a walking spot of the night, if you ask me. And... Uh, he does uh, the RVD, RVD kick from the top rope. And I call it the RVD kick because it's basically you're uh, jumping off the top and you do like a, like a side kick. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Doing exactly. that. And that reminds me of uh, some vintage RVD, right? Rob Van Dam, the whole effing show. And yeah, uh, I just love, oh, I absolutely love Jack Evans' moveset. And I needed to uh, throw some love uh, over there, right? Um, but my top spot of the night, as you said, uh, yours was Orange Cassidy. Mine's Orange Cassidy, who did a hands-in-his-pocket hurricanrana. Oh, that's so <laughs> hard. That's a lot harder than it looks, guys, by the way. So I think that was really cool. I'm not sure if that's the first time I've seen it, but... Uh, it, it might it might just have been and uh, it was really really cool I was glad to see that um, but yeah do you have a uh, top work of the night it was actually the segment the interview of Thunder Rosa the one that was um, when she praises the women's division and being an advocate for Latinas and then gets interrupted by Diamante oh okay alright that was a uh... <clears throat> You know what? I could sort of understand where Diamante is coming from. A storyline, of course, because I'm, I'm sure. Well, I'm hoping that they don't have issues in real life. But um, <laughs> uh, in the sense that yeah, she doesn't represent her. Because I mean, you don't know how the relationship is. So like, I mean, it's like you know, if if someone that you don't get along with at all, like let's say someone, even if it's someone that like forget someone you don't like, but if it's someone you don't even you don't respect, and then. Uh, they go around saying, oh, they represent, you know, everyone, like, from a certain group, which, you know, includes you. Like, you know, that could get under your skin. You're like, hey, like, you know, who are you to say you represent me? You don't, you know, we we don't have the same type, you know, interest or whatever. Or, you, you know, you're not, you know, you can't speak for me. So I can sort of understand why Diamante's uh, um, salty over that. Um, but I actually, I'm really looking forward to the match between them because the, I think you told me before they fought, right? Or was it was it um, Fandorosa and Ivalista have fought before? Uh, it was them. Okay, was them. all right, yeah. So I am looking forward to seeing when they when Fandorosa and Diamante eventually fight each other. Okay, good. because I'm actually a big Thunder Rosa fan, so like you know, I want to see her fight as much as possible. And then Diamante apparently calling her out that she like she apparently she doesn't even go there. Like, wonder how you know Thunder Rosa is gonna like prove her wrong. Right, right. 
Um, yeah, good work for sure. Uh, it was it's definitely important. It's something you know I we already touched on before, but I, you know I personally was uh, saying uh, my admiration for it. So I'm glad uh, you feel the same way. Uh, man, my work of the of the night. It, this is a tough one. I've actually jotted down multiple ones. Uh, I want to give an honorable mention to. Uh, I guess this is like a three way uh, work. Like um, we, we had. Uh, Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian um, kind of making out. And I thought it was really funny how uh, Paul White was saying that, uh, you know, get a room, you guys. He was really, he, his quote was, I keep watching this. I'm going to get diabetes from all this sugar. Get a room. Have <laughs> you said that? Yeah, Paul White. Paul so White I thought diabetes. that was a great line. I thought everybody had diabetes. <laughs> That was a great. That was a great line by Paul White. Awesome job, man. Um, I know uh, it must not be easy transitioning from um, you know being uh, a legend in the ring to um, you know going to the commentary booth, and yeah. must must be uh, maybe, probably a little bit intimidating uh, going with uh, you know someone who uh, has had so much time you know there in Tony Schiavone, right? Yeah, being, being your yeah. partner probably has to you know a big name to live up to as being his partner. Um, so that that was a, a that was a really good spot. Um, I am really close to giving it to Orange. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I mentioned another honorable mention on Helico dancing throughout the, <laughs> the 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 Jack Evans promo. It was really funny. And one oh, damn it. Okay, one more honorable mention is uh, Ty Conti. Uh, and Hikaru Shida during their entrance, they come out in in double double geese and they bow down to each other. I just think it's really cool. Like if they are a proper tag team, they have something in common. They're both martial artists. They come out with the geese and the belts to you know represent that and to match basically and give that double bow. Really cool. Really cool. So that, but I'm gonna have to give some more love to freshly squeezed Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy. For his new music, that's my, that's my, sick, that's my work of the yeah. night. Uh, okay, I really, bro. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of Orange's um, music prior. It felt like just this generic song. I thought maybe it was a little bit fitting, right? King of Sloth style. What's he gonna do as a music? Is it gonna be something grand? No, it's probably gonna be something like lazy or generic. And <laughs> and you know that that wasn't a bad song, but it was very generic. And I'm like, it doesn't say Orange Cassidy to me at all. But this song, uh, this new song is very fitting. So I'm pretty sure yeah, they had to get right. the rights to that. And uh, yeah, good job, Tony Khan. Good job, uh, AEW. Um, that's my work of the night. Orange Cassidy's new music. So, do you want to get into the match of the night? Yeah, absolutely. My match of the night at, was the... <clears throat> not the main event, but... What I, th- what I felt this should have been the main event. Bear Country vs. Private Party. Okay, alright. Great, great tag team bout. Bear Country proved that... Uh, why th- that th- they're a great tag team. Against Pirate Party because Pirate Party, they're I feel like they're underrated to be honest because I think they're such a great tag team and like they're always they're very even if like their wrestling is a little lackluster compared to other top guys like Bucks or the Death Triangle, they make up they more make up for it with their charisma and their antics. 
they're, I mean, they're hilarious guys. Like, they're, they're charismatic. They know how to... They're not boring whatsoever. It's so funny you mentioned that because uh, I, I don't... I think off the mic, right? Off the pod, <laughs> we, I was talking to you about how Private Party is just... They're just getting better and better, right? They're um, not necessarily uh, in-ring, per se, uh, as, as a package, right? They're just showing even more persona, more of their persona. And uh, they're really funny, like you said, and... Uh, I think it's an awesome, awesome idea uh, for the longest time when they uh, teamed him up with Matt Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> not only that, but as like baby faces, it made a hundred you know, it made complete sense. And now they're fitting in well to this new heel personas that Matt Kayfabe uh, introduced them to, right? Basically yeah. forced them into. Yep. Uh, so yeah, man. Uh, I am very shocked that that's going to be your match of the night. I really thought you were going to say something else. So. Um, but yeah, awesome, awesome job. Definitely, uh, completely agree with uh, all all that was said. I want to give a I want to give an honorable mention to the main event, Scorpio Sky and uh, Mike Seidel, right? Yeah. Mike Seidel, uh, in particular, was uh, imp- is impressing me more and more. Uh, he is definitely a stable on dark and elevation. Uh, whether it, he be in singles action or teaming up with his brother Matt, but uh, Mike Seidel is uh, Matt Seidel made his name in this business. Mike Seidel is the one to join later. He's the brother to join after Matt, right? And Mike's the older brother, though, right? Oh yes, yeah. So um, I think it's very hard to when when you're going through that to kind of set yourself apart from your brother, right? You're the one that's been in the biz. And I don't think he's necessarily setting himself apart. Like, wow, this guy's such a different guy. But I'm really liking what he's bringing to the table. His moniker is the Yoga Monster, and it shows because didn't he, that rub off on Matt too? Because before he, he started tagging his brother, he wasn't. I never saw him do the yoga pose. <laughs> maybe he is. You know, <laughs> little younger brothers can get very uh, impressionable on uh, their older brother. Now, yeah, that's true. You but it worked the point. other way around yeah. as well because uh, you know now he got in. I mean, like you know, uh, look look at us, right? We're we're uh, we're we're bros, and it's just like um, as much as I'm the older one, and uh, sometimes I maybe maybe even like you know not completely by accident, I pushed stuff towards you mm-hmm. right throughout your life. You've definitely uh, made an impression on me of like, wow, like you're really into this. Like, let, let, I want to try to get into this. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, making things, uh, we both make each other have uh, different uh, stuff in our lives to, to care about more in a good mm-hmm. way. So Yeah. That's a good um, way to put it. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So going back to my, Mike Seidel, dude, I am so impressed. I'm so impressed with uh, just uh, his, yeah, his innovative offense, uh, um, go mixing in his yoga with his offense, right? With his matrix dodges yeah. and like his super kick that he extends into a split. <laughs> like, like I love it, man. I'm very impressed. I'm really excited to see that he's doing stuff that is different from his brother. And um, kudos, man. I, I, you're really close to getting my top match of the night, and more so through your end than Scorpio's, because you know Scorpio's working heel now, so he's not necessarily trying to be very flashy at all. But uh, I have to give mine to. I think the one that I think if I had to bet, I thought you would give your uh, love to this. My match of the night is Jungle Boy versus Jack Evans. Uh, I think I liked it, but I just didn't like how 
Especially at the end, how dominant Jungle Boy got. I got that. I, uh, like I said, Jack Evans, such an immense talent. I don't, I don't like him being portrayed like being dominated like that. I don't think that's accurate. That's fair. Uh, but I think no matter if... No, usually, especially, we should say, in Dark and Dark Elevation, he does uh, get to show us what he he's about in these matches right? yeah he does he shows he shows off what he can do and i love it man jungle boy uh and he i goes, still think he's holding back <laughs> yeah oh yeah for sure jungle boy he's going over right um he's just the main name out of the two right? yeah that's yeah. aw's focus but that could change at any time right yeah. as long as uh maybe you know this is in the wrestling biz right i i, I really got this impression from uh, a lot of wrestlers, but I think the latest wrestlers I heard it from is I like to shout these guys out. Uh, AEW Unrestricted Podcast, uh, check them out. Uh, great job by Tony Schiavone and Aubrey Edwards interviewing you know our AEW stars and uh, the Butcher and the Blade. Oh, you know what? I might be mixing my uh, my podcast. Definitely check them out and check out. Uh, Talk is Jericho because they were also on Talk is Jericho. I believe that's the one I was listening to. They really showed up back to back from Unrestricted and uh, Chris Jericho. And when they were talking to Jericho on Talk is Jericho, they mentioned that they literally don't care about winning and losing. I think it was up to them. They would lose every match because that's not what they want to do. They want to be henchmen. They want to be the henchmen to like the the big boss, right? They yeah. want to be the the James Bond villains like mini boss, right? <laughs> so like it's yeah, they want to be James. Bond villains, right? They want to get like they don't care about losing or winning. In fact, they really would like to lose, but they want there is definitely some joy in putting another guy over. I think you can see that sometimes. Like uh, for example, this past Mania, I think you uh, people saw that with Sasha Banks being able to put Bianca Belair over, right, for the title. Um, it's just you see it in wrestling all the time, and it's very cool. So. Uh, just because Jack Evans doesn't win, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But we would like for him to have some, you know, some wins just to show some more credibility, right? Yeah. And uh, I think there's always that chance. There's always that chance that AEW's like, hey, let's focus some more on uh, TH2. Because I love uh, uh, Jack Evans, the OG high flyer, as I like to think of him. And the, the submission technician, Angelico. But yeah, that does it for us. Um, I'm we're running a. I always say this. We're run, running a lot longer than I thought we would, but still, <laughs> um, shorter than. Uh, but in this case, it's shorter than um, our other ones. So yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. Uh, so tune in to AEW Dark Elevation. Uh, technically, if you want to watch it live, they're on uh, Mondays. YouTube Mondays at seven or eight o'clock uh, Eastern time. Yes, seven, seven o'clock uh, PM. And uh, obviously, it's YouTube. That's the cool part about it. So you can just watch it anytime after it originally aired. Yep. Right? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, check that out. Listen to us. Uh, please. Thanks for anyone who's uh, listening. And, yeah. Uh, two sweet ski. Sweet. Super elite style. Easy. Lucha! Lucha.